Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good Tuesday evening, everyone. It is At Your Service time. Greg Damon sitting in with you tonight here on KMOX's At Your Service on this, uh, I guess, drab, dreary Tuesday evening, uh, especially after a Billiken's loss. Uh, kind of a drab, drab evening here. But we're going to jump right into it. Greg Damon, as I said, this is KMOX's At Your Service going all the way till 10 o'clock. Let's just jump right into it. Let's uh, bring in one of our... Uh, one of our, uh, I don't even know how to describe this guy. He's here on KMOX uh, most days, and, you know, he's all over the place. He thinks he's a superstar. Kevin Wheeler joins us here on the program. Mr. Wheeler, how are you? I'm good, man, and I'm here to bring you some sunshine, Greg Damon. You you know, you are like the sunshine of my life, Kevin. You really are. <laughs> that was a song. You stole that. that I did. I did. Hey, uh, real quick, we only got a few minutes, and uh, I want to talk to you a little bit further, but there are a couple things. Uh, obviously, winter meetings going on. I got to tell you, I was a little disappointed. I thought the Cardinals may have had a shot at Trey Turner today. Yeah. Uh, no, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> a boy can yeah, dream, like, Kevin. A boy can oh dream. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, I mean, of course, you, you know, you're, as a sports fan, you try to dream in the offseason, but they're not the kind of team that's going to spend $300 million on a player in the offseason, and you know, in all honesty, Greg, you look at the deals that they have where they've, they've committed a lot of money, it's always somebody that's either been in a trade like Nolan Arenado or it's somebody that they had on the roster and then signed again like Matt Holiday or Paul Goldschmidt and guys like that. So they're not really big fans of throwing around huge free agent money. Well, we know that about the Cardinals, obviously the Cardinal way. Uh, so obviously big need catcher. Uh, you know, rumor is always uh, Wilson Contreras from the Cubs. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? That you think he's the best fit, or or I I really like the guy from the A's. I think we could put the package yeah. together and get the guy from the A's. I think he's probably you know under team control for a couple more years, and I think that's probably the guy we should go after. Sean Murphy is my choice. I'm with you. He like if I'm going to rank my you know all the options that they have this off season, uh, Murphy would be one. But I think Contreras is two. You know I I don't think the Blue Jays are going to trade Alejandro Kirk, and everybody likes him. I mean he's an all star and he's a really good hitter and he's not a bad defender, but they're probably not going to trade him. They're probably going to trade Danny Jansen, who's they're more their backup. And he's good, but, I mean, he's not the guy that I would want to prioritize if I'm the Cardinals. So, you know, I'm, I'm with you. I think Murphy's the guy that I would want first. He's a gold glover. Um, every, you know, a, few years, a couple of years ago, Greg, when I was doing some stuff on MLB Network Radio, I talked to uh, his manager, and his manager just raved about him. He was like, this guy is the real deal. And I don't mean Mark Kotze, who's the guy now. It was Bob Melvin before that. 
Um, and Melvin was a catcher himself, and he just he loved everything about this guy. He's like, this guy can throw, he can block, he can call pitches, and he's going to hit home runs, and he's a really good player. Um, that's the guy I'd love to get. It's not going to be cheap. I mean, it's going to be a pretty stiff price, I would think, in terms of prospects. But if you do that, then you've got money to spend in other places. Of course, if you spend on Contreras, Greg, then you have all those young players you could trade to fill other holes too. That's that's true. I mean, it's true. It, but I, you know, the thing I like about uh, about Murphy, you know, I, I, he's he's a really good defensive catcher. He's yeah. he's an above average hitter, and he's oh, yeah. a real likable guy in the clubhouse. I I, I think he checks all the boxes. Uh, you know, Contreras obviously is, is is a little suspect on his defense. I shouldn't say suspect. I mean, he's going, you know, he's following Yadier Molina. So, I mean, anybody's yeah, going to be, okay. be suspect. You know, like, defensively, he's just okay. You know, he's a pretty good thrower. He's got a cannon for an arm. But he doesn't have the reputation for being the pitch caller and pitch framer that, that Murphy does, for example. Right. So, yeah, that's, I'm with you, man. I, I think, you know, Murphy is the superior defender. Contreras is, is a little more of a power hitter. Uh, but Murphy's a good hitter, man. I mean, if you look at their numbers, you know, like Contreras the last three years compared to Murphy over the course of his big league career, uh, they're similar guys offensively. So, yeah, I'm I'm with you there. All right. Well, Mo, let's make this trade. Let's get it going. That's what I'm going to say. Mo. That's right. Let me text him. I'll let him know. Hey, uh, Kevin, I want to thank you so much for joining us. I know it was kind of a little abbreviated, but I did want to ask your opinion on the catchers and stuff. Uh, always great talking to you, my friend, and uh, we'll talk real soon. All right, buddy. We'll see you soon. All right. That's our good friend, right here on KMOX this evening. This is At Your Service. My name is Greg Damon. We're going all the way till 10 o'clock. we got some great stuff coming up, but unfortunately got to do a little business right now. Stick around. Lauren Fix, the car coach, coming up next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back, my friends. KMOX is at your service tonight here on a beautiful Tuesday evening. Well, it's kind of raining and drab and dreary and stuff like that. Matt Pajeski kicking out the jams there with a little uh, drifters and a white Christmas for us uh, tonight. Uh, Matt, thanks for uh, thanks for taking care of us here on, uh, you know, Matt's giving me the thumbs up. Hey, don't forget, it is raining outside, folks. Make sure that you do slow down. We were... Uh, on the way down uh, to the station tonight and had uh, a little issue with uh, a wreck that was on the highway, somebody going too fast, and uh, really messed themselves up about four other cars. So just slow down. Take your time. I hope you're checking your lights. You know my pet peeve is the lights. Make sure those lights are all working and your wipers are working well. And, of course, hopefully you have good tires. That's right. Make sure you do check your tires. Money well spent. Hey, let's bring in our next our next guest. You know her, you love her, you can't live without her. It's our good friend, Lauren Fix. She is the car coach, joins us here frequently on KMOS at your service, and uh, always a wealth of knowledge. Lauren, thanks for uh, hanging out with us. Oh, I wouldn't miss it. Anytime there's an opportunity to talk cars, you know I'm not going to say no. <laughs> That's right. How's, <laughs> the, how's the snow in Buffalo? Is it all dissipated now, gone? 
It's gone. I mean, as a matter of fact, my daughter covered for me on the Weather Channel. I did the Weather Channel on Fox Weather because she had 77 inches of snow in Elma, New York. And I'm out in Clarence, so we really didn't have much snow. And the Weather Channel's like, well, go outside. I'm like, was that like nine inches? <laughs> <laughs> but then Jim Cantori, who's a good friend, he's like, hey, come on down to Hamburg. So I jumped in a Bronco Raptor, and I'm like, on my way down there. That thing crawled crawl up a tree. I was not worried about the vehicle. But traffic was so slow, you could see them clear the road, and then it immediately started getting covered again. It was crazy. Wow. That's crazy. It was, it was crazy. But it's all gone now. That's, so. a, that's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing how that uh, lake effect snow just uh, just blankets places. And now it's gone. 100% of it's completely gone. That's, that's amazing. Well, Lauren, I want to talk yeah. about you. You know, we talk a lot about electric cars and uh, you know, I guess we kind of bash electric cars because let's face it, they they need to be bashed. It's it's not yeah. it's not it's not the uh, it's not the future. I mean, it's not going to be the future. It's 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 it, the the hype is all incorrect. We both know that. But one of the exactly. things that uh, that I seen on your website that I wanted to talk about something I always thought was a, a great idea is about hydrogen cars. You know, we we had some uh, manufacturers that twenty years ago they really started investing in hydrogen cars. Uh, really the outlook of it and seemed like that. Seemed like it was safer to me. Seemed like the, uh, uh, obviously being carbon neutral for sure. Uh, got a little mm-hmm. bit good gas mileage. Not as much power, but it seemed pretty good to me for uh, for an alternative, that's for sure. Sure. And, and that is actually something that's being worked on right now as we speak. Uh, I'm actually working on an article right now. Uh, that probably won't see it for a few weeks. I just did one on synthetic gasoline. There's a couple interesting things going on in the automotive crazy world that we live in. Uh, as far as from BMW, they're putting together hydrogen fuel cell technology, which we've seen before, by the way. Right, from them. During the Obama administration and George W., he was like, oh, yeah, we got to do hydrogen. So they thought, thought this was the answer. But then, as, you know, as time went on, they realized, okay, this is, this is not – the perfect answer because they wanted to push electric because there was money going in someone's pocket. So now Toyota, Hyundai, and and BMW, just to name a few, have said, listen, we're going to create hydrogen because the infrastructure for charging is not there. And if you own an electric vehicle, you can definitely agree with that. But it can be used for multiple things. You can use it for a plug-in. You can use it for anything that has to do with electricity. But in addition to that, it can be used for combustion engines. So it is a potential answer, but you'll have to do a modification to your car. But if you, lots of are getting rid of their cars. So, like, what are the options? Well, there's synthetic gasoline. Uh, I'll be posting a video. Actually, I think I posted that last Friday. I did on the first. Uh, synthetic fuel can replace gasoline. If you want to learn about that, you can go to my Car Coach Reports channel on YouTube. Uh, Porsche has put a ton of money into yeah, it. It's Volkswagen Group. $22 million they poured into uh, synthetic fuel. Uh, also something right. that, you know, I, let, let's face it. I mean, they've made synthetics for automobiles for a long time. Uh, we've had synthetic oh. oil. Fantastic. Does wonders for your engine, uh, you know, synthetic mm-hmm. oil. So obviously synthetic fuels, which synthetic means it's man-made, uh, man-made fuels. Mm-hmm. To You know, they we, we've already kind of introduced that a little bit into like jet engines and things like that. Uh, so obviously mm-hmm. I think going into an automobile manufacturer going into something like that, that may be uh, the way to go. I mean, again, help being carbon neutral uh, with synthetic mm-hmm. fuels. And, uh, you know, it grabs, it grabs a CO out of the air. 
Right, and, and that might be something because what comes out the tailpipe is water. Uh, when, with, and I think synthetic's the way to go because it'll lubricate better, it'll last longer, you won't lose your octane rating for performance cars and for everyday cars, you should be able to put it right from the pump into your vehicle with no modifications. That's a huge thing and something you should consider. Now, people go, well, I don't know if that's going to work for me. I'm thinking about a hybrid. You're a mechanic. You understand hybrid engines that are hybrid and gasoline. you got two propulsions. you got an electric portion and you got a gasoline portion. The biggest issue is the maintenance. I'm sure you can address that because that is a huge factor people don't think about. Well, absolutely. I mean, any sort of maintenance, especially on a hybrid vehicle with a gas engine, you still have to have your oil changed. Uh, your vehicle still has, you know, they still have brakes. They still have tires, which are special tires. Uh, don't forget, mm-hmm. most things for hybrid vehicles are more expensive. Most hybrids have two different types of cooling systems on there. The fluids have to be changed every so often. Uh, I mean, there is, there is. Uh, I don't want to say there's a ton more maintenance on, on a hybrid versus a regular car, but there definitely are some stuff uh, that needs to be done at certain intervals, and that's the big thing that, that we find with a lot of cars, that folks mm-hmm. don't stay on their intervals to get that done to keep that car running for a long time. Right, and that's something that you got to remember. What it says in the owner's manual really is what you should be doing unless you've got a problem. If that's the case, then you definitely want to make sure that you get on it because people go, ah, oh, it's a check engine light. I, it's the holidays. I want to save some money. I'm not even going to check. And then it gets worse and worse and worse after the holidays. And some of you are either stuck on the side of the road or you have a big bill coming. So the quicker you get to it, the quicker you can save a few bucks. And, again, if you take care of your vehicle, it'll last a lot longer, too. No, you're absolutely right. And that's the big thing that we find, especially a lot of folks that uh, buy high-end vehicles. Uh, you know, they really can't uh, – they're paying this big payment. They really can't afford to maintain them correctly. And then all of a sudden, you know, they go over their maintenance. Now it's a big bill because – now you need all sorts of stuff that's done, or you may have damaged things because you didn't change your oil on time. You mm-hmm. you know, a, a lot of uh, high-end vehicles don't have uh, oil dipsticks anymore. It's a computer reading, and you, mm-hmm. it, you, you can't check the condition of it without doing a certain special thing. And people go over their maintenance, they're, oh, you know, the sticker fell off. I, I don't, you know, I don't know where to, when to do it. Or the computer didn't tell right. me it was time to do it. Right. Don't go by the computer. The computer will do it based on time. It's based on mileage. Correct. So during COVID, a lot of people let their cars sit. They let them sit, and then they got in, and they go, oh, i got to change the oil. No, you don't. Car hasn't moved. You haven't put any miles on it. If you start putting miles on your vehicle, that's when things, it's based on mileage. I have cars that sit through the winter. Most, some people do. So if your car sits through in the winter, why change your oil before and after? That makes no sense whatsoever. Unless you've got the money and you want to burn it, you're basically throwing your money out. So I always tell people, if you're going to change it, change it when, you know, it reaches a certain mileage. It's, if you use full synthetic, which, again, Greg and I always recommend, that it will lubricate better, especially for cars that sit. And you can go 7,500 to 10,000 miles between oil changes. I can't do 10,000. It's just against my mental processes. I, at 7,500, I'm like, all right, let's do it. Yeah, I, I, I tell you, I don't know if I could uh, – if I could – Go ten thousand miles on that, I, but I will tell you, Lauren. I, I think this is probably going to be the first time we've uh, we've disagreed in the many years that we've known. Okay. I, I'm going to say I think most people should have their oil changed if their cars sit twice a year minimum. Uh, I just am a big proponent. I don't I, I don't want to have any sort of condensation in that oil or anything that's mixing with that oil, uh, especially if you take it for short drives like that. I'm going to say twice a year. I still think that's a good rule of thumb. 
I'm still a big fan of my. And I, we're we have different backgrounds. I'm an I'm a mechanical engineer. You've been working on cars. You're a master tech. So we look at things differently. Engineers look at things based on breakdown time, uh, usage, uh, chemicals, and a mechanic's looking at it from their hands-on experience. So either one, if you want to do every six months, you should do it. If the car sits six months and you're, you know, you're working from home, maybe you've got a disability or something, okay, then I wouldn't, personally, I wouldn't change the oil but just because the car is sitting. If you, if you just run around town a lot or you haul heavy trailers, maybe you do off-roading or you're really aggressive with your driving, then you should change it more often. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the, my, yeah. my biggest, uh, you know, just sticking with changing the oil, and we kind of went off on a tangent, but, you know, mm-hmm. most people will do short-trip driving. Uh, I'm just going to run to the grocery right. store and come right back. You know, hey, you know, I really haven't reached that mileage. That's that's where I base my I want to get it changed every two, you know, every, uh, excuse me, every twice a month or twice a year mm-hmm. uh, because of the short trip driving. That's what really, uh, really harms vehicles is you don't really get it all the way up to operating temperature. You don't burn a lot of the stuff out of it. You don't burn the condensation out of it. You know, you just zip up to the grocery store a couple miles away, shut it off, run in, do your stuff, turn it on, come right back. Uh, the car's still not fully warmed up. It's it's just not good on your vehicle. Right. Absolutely. It isn't. Uh, worst thing is for a vehicle is let it sit in idle. I don't care what right. it is. Nothing exactly. likes to sit at zero, zero miles to the gallon. You're burning fuel. People do it all the time. I, 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 go, I don't go into Starbucks any longer, but as I drive by, I look over, and I always kind of count how many cars are in line. I kind of chuckle to myself, okay, you're the last person of 13 cars in line. What are you doing? Get off your butt and go inside and get a cup of coffee. You'll be out before that before you'd even make it around. Right. But again, if you're seeing it getting zero miles per gallon, that that can get very expensive quite quickly. Right. It dirties fuel injectors up. You uh, put extent, extended uh, wear or excuse me, extended uh, hardship on your transmission. The the transmission pump mm-hmm. as it's still trying to push fluid through. Um, I mean, there's all sorts of things that uh, it's really not not good for. Uh, right. But hey, Lord, I got to do a break here, real quick. I want to come back. I want to get back into the hydrogen, real quick, uh, on the okay. other side of the break. So stick around with me a few more minutes. Okay. All right. Fantastic. Folks, we're visiting with Lauren Fix, the car coach here on KMOX is at your service. We got some great stuff coming up next hour, too, going all the way till 10 p.m. tonight. Stick around. More to come. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast
Work or play, KMOX is right there with you. We go where you go. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Welcome back, my friends, to the KMOX Auto Show. 847 is your time here right in the heart of Mid-America. Little Mel Torme, uh, Matt Pajeski kicking out the jams here tonight. And uh, uh, here on the KMOX, uh, almost said auto show, KMOX at your service tonight. Hey, we are visiting with our good friend Lauren Fix. She's been kind enough to hang out with us here uh, all the way till the top of the hour. Again, Lauren, thank you so much for joining us. You know, I love having you on. We've been friends for many, many years. Yes, we have, and it's always great to chat cars with you. So whenever you send me a text and say, "Hey, what are you doing?" <laughs> I try to be available. I know, I know, it's great. I think we had a great, uh, great partnership working. So, it's yeah, uh, we've known each other a long time. So it was an unusual way that we met, and it's been pretty cool. Yep, absolutely. So uh, anyway, I want to talk a little bit more about hydrogen cars. Hey, um, okay. you know, one of the big things, obviously, we don't have infrastructure. Uh, that we don't really have some of the infrastructure. We don't have infrastructure for electric cars, let alone hydrogen cars. But it it does seem to me more feasible to where most hydrogen cars are going to have some sort of electric motor with it as well. Um, That may be the way to go. I I think it's a a very viable thing to have uh, have that kind of vehicle out there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I I like hydrogen. I like the concept behind it. But my biggest thing is with hydrogen uh, besides the fact that it looks like it's, it's coming to fruition. There's not a question. I talked to some executives at Toyota, and they're like, there's no way we're going all EV. It doesn't make sense. Hydrogen makes sense. So they're looking at hydrogen as an answer because we've unlimited supply, literally unlimited supply, and you can use existing gas tanks to pump it. And we saw them in California, and if you, if you lived in California and you looked at hydrogen fuel stations, you'd be shocked how many were in the area. And I think a couple friends of mine we're really surprised with infrastructure is already in California, but California wants to eliminate gasoline powered vehicles in total, which I think is foolish. Otherwise people are in, in this tough situation. I can't afford to live. I can't afford to put food on the table. I'm not making more money. My taxes are higher. Everything costs more. And you want me to buy a new car? Are you crazy? Right. Exactly. And I think that's what we're looking at. Well, not only that, you can't service a car that I already own. That's right. That's right. And I think that's what people are, pretty frustrated with yeah so and something has to be done you know so getting back to hydrogen for you know obviously hydrogen is readily available in the atmosphere but it's always attached to something so the easiest way to separate that is run electricity through water uh you know where where's going to be the cost savings how do we make electricity so where's going where's going to be the savings for the environment i guess the only way to do it smartly, which they won't do because the government doesn't do things in a very smart way, is nuclear power. If they did nuclear power, we wouldn't have this problem. But they're not they're definitely not gonna comply with that because it's it's not about doing the right thing. What it truly is is about incentives. There are incentives for wind and solar, there are no incentives for anything else. There's no incentives for hydrogen. And so this is a huge problem. And that's why people don't realize why the government's saying, oh, you should go green. Well, if it's so great to go green and do an electric car, why are we incentivizing it? We shouldn't be. doesn't make any sense. Well, agreed. Why don't we have the infrastructure before we we manufacture it? 
because that's exactly what the problem is. Uh, I'm actually working on an article right now uh, that I'm, I'm always trying to work ahead. That's part of what you have to do when you do a ton of television like I do. And, you know, we always hear this stuff from the government. Oh, we're going to put up all these charging stations. And I'm like, where? Yeah. When? I don't see them. Um, I'm working on a couple of articles right now. One of them is, will the U.S. government really build 500,000 EV charging stations? I, you don't even have to, to read the article or hear my video to know what the answer is. No, they're not. And the thing is, what's weird is cell phone towers, when they came in, were funded by AT&T and Verizon and everybody else that was out there. And then they worked a deal amongst themselves and say, listen, you want to be on, you know, my, um, you know, network, I'll be on yours. We'll work a deal so that we're all not building the same towers in the same areas and getting permits. Instead, in this case, the infrastructure was put up for cell phones. Why are we not doing that when it comes to charging? There's Electrify America. There's about 10 other companies out there that could easily fund it. And there's tons of companies who would jump in on it, including the um, electricity companies and the oil and gas companies. But instead, they're making the government pay for it, which is you and I. So even though you don't own an electric car, you're paying for the charging. And you're paying for the infrastructure, and that makes no sense at all. Right. It's the owner, like the owner of a sports team that wants you to build a stadium for them. Yeah, right. Well, we have that problem here already in <laughs> Buffalo. So it's, a, <laughs> yeah. it's everywhere. We're going to use our tax dollars. We're doing you a favor. I'm not going to the game. It's a pain in the butt. You freeze your butt off here in Buffalo. You know, it doesn't make any sense. Right. Exactly. Well, at least the bills are uh, our bills are rolling this year. So you know, it's fun to go. Yeah. To the game. Well, they're doing good so far. Let's cross your fingers. Well, you know, you know me. I'm a Packer fan, so it's uh, been a. Uh, pretty, I know. You know I'm all Bills. No, God, no. hey, listen, we've been to the Super Bowl four times and not done well. That's right. So you got to give us a break. <laughs> just like the Vikings. Just like the Vikings. Yeah, it's brutal. Let me tell you, it's been brutal. So, uh, as far as the synthetic fuel, though, I'm going to jump jump back into it. So far as in set, synthetic mm-hmm. fuel goes, when do you think we'll see some sort of major production for that? I mean, this you know we can still use that in regular uh, fuel tanks at fuel stations. Uh, obviously, you mm-hmm. wouldn't have to have much modification on your vehicle. Um, I don't know if it. You're talking about for combustion engines. That is right, combustion engines. Right. Okay. That, there's a difference there because. Uh, I know that Cummings is working on that as well. There's a lot of companies that have put a ton of money uh, in trying to get this ready. I, I mean, I know they can do it right now. They're doing it on municipal vehicles, but are they going to do it for consumer vehicles? Well, you're going to have to do a modification for for uh, hydrogen. The question is what? Uh, and the, the question is, will every car comply? And that is going to be an expense that's on you. But if it's unlimited supply and there's an infrastructure there, that would make a lot of sense. So right now what I'm hearing, by next year you're going to see vehicles coming out, probably California, because they're the first ones that have infrastructure. They're going to try and use it for charging fuel cells. Uh, it's also part of an EPA program that they just that Biden just signed. Again, it's easy to take our money and put it toward that, but we may never see it because one of their buddies, gets their palm grease to slow walk it, and that's exactly what they do. I'm just telling you the truth. I could lie and make it feel better. <laughs> but we all know how this goes. Yes, it's always follow the money, no doubt about that. Um, yep. what, what else can but we expect? Soon, very uh, soon. What else can we expect in the near future, Lauren? Well, I, I think a, a, the hydrogen's interesting. Synthetic gasoline is already being tested as we speak, and I think that is something that a lot of people are not talking about 
Um, and let me just get you some numbers on this because I just posted it. Uh, it's being produced in four cities right now, uh, four countries, I'm sorry, uh, in Chile, USA, Australia, and in Germany. Uh, it's got money behind it from Aramco. If you're a Formula One fan, you've seen that, or A-R-A-M-C-O. They're a Saudi oil company. There's also money going into it from a Spanish energy firm called Repsol. And then Shell, which happens to be a Dutch fuel giant, they're also putting together synthetic alternatives that they're going to be using in jets. And they're going to be testing synthetic fuel in the 2023 F1 series or Formula One series. So you're going to see that pretty quick, probably quicker than hydrogen. And the neat thing is you'll be able to put it into pumps like they did E85. Right, exactly. There'll be another pump. They'll reduce one of the pumps down, take out a medium grade, have a low and a high grade, and just put in synthetic. I tell you what, if it goes the way they're planning, listen, they're, they're planning this for Porsches because people, the 911s are what Porsche is all about, and they don't want to lose their heritage. So it's very interesting to watch all this and knowing that Porsche is behind it because that's Volkswagen Group, which is also Lamborghini, Audi, Fiat, Skoda, which is a European brand. There's a lot of interesting things going on here. So when you start looking at they go, oh, I get it. They're preserving their heritage, but they also don't want to change some of the platforms that make the money that people want. And right. that's really what it's all about. Well, Porsche said that they would uh, they would put the synthetic fuel in uh, in their vehicles from the factory so they'd be full at the uh, at the dealership. So. Right. Well, that's that's the, I bought the Audis before and they picked them up in Ingolstadt when you could do that. I don't know if you can still do that, but um, that was something. I think the car came full of really good gasoline. Right. <laughs> you didn't use it. Hey, we got about uh, we got about thirty seconds left, Lauren. For folks out there that want to uh, get uh, information from you, where can they go? Because I know you're all over the place. Right. You can go to Car Coach Reports on YouTube. Uh, if you want to support us in our channel, you can buy me a cup of coffee slash Lauren Fix. And five bucks always goes toward a, we're building a new studio, and so we could use the support in any way we can. Um, I'm also, you're going to see me on Fox Business on the Weather Channel, uh, Fox Weather. Uh, I also am on radio on a national basis, uh, syndicated. So you can listen to me on your favorite station. Or if you're just confused where to find me, there's a podcast called Total Car Score. Or you can go to carcoachreports.com. We're in English and in Spanish. All right, Lauren, as always, love talking to you. Thanks so much for the uh, wealth of information that you bring to the program, and uh, we'll talk real soon. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks, Greg. That's our good friend, uh, Lauren Fix, the car coach. And uh, this is KMOX's At Your Service. We'll see you on the other side. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.